The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the Internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everybody, welcome to Web Culture here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm and Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com and it is Thursday, October the 15th. Dave, you know, we've been, we've been doing a show together for what, like three years now? Yeah, it's, wow, that long? I'm feeling old now, Jim. <laughs> well, actually, you're feeling old because uh, on your mini va- last mini vacation to Whistler, you like screwed up your back doing one too many jumps on on your little BMX bike. <laughs> Dude, seriously. Okay, so friends, Dave, Dave just, just before you jump into what a cool fruit Dave is, he instant messages me and says his back is killing because he was doing jumps on his bicycle. Yeah. What the, it's what the hell, dude? <laughs> I love my downhill mountain biking. What can I say? So, like, you go, you and your kids... Get on the ferry, go across to Whistler, go all the way up that big mountain that they're going to be doing the, the, the Olympics on, and ride bikes down it. We, we do. This time, I actually stayed a little closer to home, but uh, yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> um, and, uh, hats off yeah. to you, man. I mean, that, that, that's, that's, absol- that's nuts, but that's admirably nuts. Right now, I'm regretting it, but I'll probably be out again this weekend. Um, but we you know what? We, I mean, we have got, years, as much as I love chatting about, uh, about my mic, we have got some wild and wacky news coming up, and you and I have this tendency of running through hours like they're Kleenexes. So, I know, but you know what? I, I, I do want to get one thing in. I don't think I've ever said this to you before, Dave. Dave, you are a totally cool fruit. One of those guys who totally knows where his towel is. I got to tell you, man, that that means a lot to me. <laughs> All right, onwards and upwards. <laughs> this week, well, this week is the 30th anniversary of the publishing of the most important book of all time, the one that changed my life, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, well, happy anniversary. Yeah. I don't know if I would qualify that as the most important book ever published, but well, definitely a good yeah. read. It's up there. It's, you know, it's changed my life anyway. And, <laughs> I you know, don't know what that says about you, Jim. <laughs> well, well, what it says about me before I read the book is what's scary. But, <laughs> okay, let's jump in because there's some really cool stuff. Uh, first thing up, we have a death in the family to report. I know. A it's fun so death, a cool death in the family. Oh, my God, I've never been so happy about a death in the family of my life. <laughs> hey, Trank died. Hallelujah! Uh, <laughs> like officially, Page Rank is is like as uh, well probably deader than Jeeves. Although, like I, I, you know, we did see a comeback for Jeeves, but yeah, this one I don't think is going to rise from the dead. Um, you know what I mean? I I think 
so so often the question that I have to answer as an SEO, and I'm sure you've heard it a thousand times, and I'm sure many of our listeners have either asked it or or answered it thousands of times. Um, but is is this preoccupation of people who, even if they're ranking well, are going yeah, but my my page ranks at three? Well, <laughs> yes, yes, I know, but our concern is those other you know. 199 plus signals that have put your site ranking at the top. Why are you asking about page rank when what you should be asking is what is your page rank? Finally, the folks at Google, even though they've been beating us over the head with this stick for it's got to be going on years now, um, have finally taken some action uh, and 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 really are I, I think are killing it once and for all. Going to make our lives a lot easier as far as I'm concerned. Well, you know, Dave, I think it's funny that you should phrase it that way. Google beating us over the head with this shtick. Because it is kind of like a shtick. S-C-H-T-I-C-H-C-K, I think. It is kind of like a shtick. I mean, page rank and, and uh, Carrie in the chat room totally, totally, absolutely rightly pointed out page rank isn't actually dead. The term that we, uh, that we you know, the, the, the little green bar. That measures page rank that you could see in your web in your like toolbar, and I still believe it exists in the toolbar. But you could also see at uh, at Webmaster Tools. Um, well, those that's that that's gone. Like obsession with page rank is supposed to die. Page rank itself is is actually a much more complicated facet of Google's incredibly complicated algorithm. Um, but the little obsessive meter that that you know. Us, uh, us, us, us plebs outside of the Googleplex were allowed to see. That's dead. Indeed. And, I mean, they've been saying for years. And, I mean, you do bring up a, a really, really important and good point there. The page rank itself isn't. I mean, the, the folks at Google have made no secret about what they're dealing with as a number may or may not be what they're displaying anyway. <laughs> and we've certainly all seen examples <laughs> of this, of sites with, a, you know, a page rank green bar of, two or three beating out sixes and sevens and, and stuff like that. Um, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's nothing else. It's clear that there's many other signals that hold very important weight here. Um, and and, and that, that what Google's looking at when they're valuing this thing is, is, is very different than what they're displaying to us. Rightfully so, because I'm sure you remember when PageRank came in. I certainly do. And what's the first thing that we as SEOs did? We abused Exploit it. Exploit it. <laughs> Make it a marketing tool. That's the first thing we did. We made it a marketing tool. Oh, and then, the text, you know, right. TextLink brokers came out and selling. You know, I mean, it, it was it was very clear, pretty much right from the outset, that something was going to have to be done. Good. I mean, you know, years later than they were basically saying, this is not the metric to look at. Um, I do like some little hints that they gave in the uh, in their FAQ um, over there on its disappearance uh, and. You know what, I'm actually going to drop this in. Jim, thank you for, for sending the link to me earlier. Uh, I'm going to drop it into the chat, just if one more uh, reason why all of our listeners should be in the chat room. Um, but I like one of their points, and it's, I don't know if it's so much a hint or, or just general good advice, is look at the other metrics, look at your analytics, look at your ROI, look at your... Now, I mean, there's, there's some that might take that, and I would be one of them. They may just be giving advice on, you know, maybe you should actually be spending more time looking at, you know, making the most out of the visitors you have. Uh, personally, I take this as an indicator that, um, you know, if you have a longer time on site, Google's going to see that. You know, and if, even if you don't have analytics, they know when your link was clicked. They know the next time that visitor's back at Google. They know, you know, they can figure from that how long is this person getting there. Is this a relevant result? 
if you can look at your analytics, create a better experience for your visitors, not only are you going to have a better ROI per visitor, um, but some might speculate, and I would certainly be one of them, going, Google's going to use this as a metric. Of course they are. If they can provide a, a long, you know, if the results provide a longer time on site, Google knows. That is a clear indicator. This is a good result. You're going to see a boost. So, um, you know, I think if nothing else, Google's trying to focus us as webmasters and, and SEOs to actually start focusing on things like visitor experience. I've said it before, happy to say it again, though, and, and it seems clear in what they're saying, at least to me, that that's what they're insinuating. Oh, my goodness. Like, actually thinking about user experience, um, about building good content and making good websites and, you know, uh, getting ranking based on performing good services. You would, you, an SEO, Dave, you would consider that good advice? I would, and I know I'm just I'm just talking crazy here. But maybe we should we should step out of our just uh, you know let's look at these ranking reports and consider ourselves for what we are, which really is marketers. Our job is to create revenue for ourselves and for our clients. Um, you know, if you're an affiliate marketer, it's, it's to create revenue via providing traffic to uh, you know to to the other sites, and you know we can cover more about that, and certainly will come December um, at, uh, at well. I'll, I'll leave it to you to discuss the show a little more in the show, but um, I, I think it is important. And I mean, we do need to be looking at these metrics, and it makes perfect sense that Google is, is going to be looking at these and counting this as, as as a point in your favor if you can hold on to your visitor once once they click through to your site. Um, you know, on the on the pleasant byproduct, however, uh, it's going to provide you a better experience on your site and force you to look at how are your visitors reacting. Not only can this help your SEO, uh, but but it's going to help you. You know, on say, the longer you can keep your visitors, the higher the ROI you can get out of each visitor, the the better you can do. Heck, you can get changes without ranking improvements. You can you can see better uh, better results. So, um, my goodness, you know, I think it's Dave, all around. Like, you've you've only been in the business ten years or so. I think you know what? Screw that. I I think like you've 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 only been in the business ten years, and like you're obviously a spammer, evildoer, or an opportunist. Um, I'm going to take the advice of one Derek Palzak. Powazak, that's it, I'm sorry, Derek Powazak. You know, I should be able to uh, pronounce his name because he was named one of the in- one of the top 40 industry influencers in 2007 by Folio Magazine. Um, Derek Powazak dislikes SEO. He's got a 15-year history in the internet business, including stints at Hotwired, Blogger, and Technorati. He now works on Hewlett-Packard's MagCloud project. And in a blog post titled Spammers, Evildoers, and Opportunists, Powazek takes on takes SEOs to task, saying, "What? Hold it! I, I got to stop for a second. Carrie, I haven't swore. Did I swear, Dave? Did, did, did I swear? Did I, I say any, any any word that I would hear it, but I radio? may have just overseen it <laughs> or, or, or over overlooked it. It wouldn't be a, a first. I'll be honest." Well, um, Carrie's wondering if we can wash my mouth out with with soap. Oh, oh, I read that. Oh, right. I think that may be in regards to calling us. You know, well, you're you're now paraphrasing, so it's not actually Jim's words coming so out scary. here. So is Carrie because I never called this guy an SEO. I didn't call him an SEO. I said this guy doesn't like SEOs. This Derek Powazak. Um, and I want to, you know, you, you know what. I invited Derek Powazak on the show today. He wrote a blog post. This, this guy's got a lot of history in the in the uh, in the web industry. I don't think he's got a lot of history in the web marketing industry. 
but he does have a lot of history producing pro, uh, products that web marketers have used. And uh, he takes the whole entire industry to task saying that SEOs offer you know, good advice, which is obvious, and the other advice you know, doesn't work. That SEOs are poisoning the web, he calls SEOs cockroaches who employ botnets, third-world labor, and zombie computers to blanket the web with link spam. He calls SEOs bastards who are behind worms that attack blogs, blog services like Blogger, WordPress, and Movable Type. And he suggests that SEOs create programs to grab expired domain names, automatically creating websites, filling pages with content stolen from RSS feeds, creating billions of bad results for users. Um, actually, Carrie, I was going to say that, you know, Derek, I wanted Derek Pawczak on the show today to explain, you know, where he was coming from. Um, but he didn't even respond to my email. Um, I can't say I blame him, to be honest. Um, Danny Sullivan has written a couple of responses to, uh, Derek. And, you know, whenever somebody comes out with egregious claims against SEOs, Danny tends to rise to the occasion and, you know, write it up. But I want to talk, Dave, with you about... SEO haters. Why? Like, after all this time, here's a, a link to the haters, to uh, Mr. Powazek's comments about SEO. Um, in it, you'll find links to, uh, actually, you won't find this link, but here's a link to Danny's response. These are both going up into the chat room. Now, Dave, why do people hate SEO? It's, I've been in this. I've been in this career as long as you, in, as long as you have, and I still don't get it. Why don't people understand? Well, I will say this is the first post that I have seen of this kind. I mean, we've all seen many. Um, this is the first post I've seen that hates it. That seems to hit it as a totality that makes no differentiation between one type of SEO versus another. You can get into that, you know, and then it's been done to death at this point, that white hat versus black hat, you know, argument. Um, and, and, you know, a legitimate argument it is, but we'll save that for other shows, other days, other people. Um, but this is the first attack that I've read like this that does not even differentiate, that basically says all SEOs, no matter what their, you know, color, no matter what their leanings, no matter what their whatever, all of them suck, and they're horrible human beings. Um, and, I mean, the, the, the post itself um, basically riddled with, you know, in, in some ways, and I don't know if I'm answering this question, but riddled with, with poor advice, just in inherently poor okay. advice. Now, there's some good advice in it. Um, and to be sure, in some cases, clients, if they have the inclination, I didn't know SEO once, you didn't know SEO once, it's a learnable skill. I mean, for sure, he's saying, you know, yes, people, you can do this yourself. All of us started with no knowledge at one point. I didn't come out of the womb knowing SEO. Right? I mean, these are things that are, that are learnable. Um, but to, to come out and say, as, as he does here, what you need to do is, is build a really good site. Good. I mean, yes, you should. Build it with good content. Sure, yes, you should. 
and then just tell not not the whole community, but tell a few of your friends about it and, and interact and, and hit a couple places. That's not going to put some new hotel in the middle of Manhattan ahead of the Hilton, right? Like a, you know, to, to to say something like that is in and of itself a, a naive statement. Now I, I'm trying not to react overtly, just going, okay, I don't like what this guy's saying. I mean, you can take this, and, and you know, I'm trying not to as some sort of personal statement. Um, you know, upon reading it, it is an attack on the entire industry as a whole, which which seems kind of odd. But some of the advice itself isn't actually going to serve that well. Something that's ironic as well about the post, and it was brought up. Now, sorry, I found it earlier, but now there's you know hundreds upon hundreds of comments. I can't find who who had said it again, but said that actually this post in and of itself is incredibly ironic because link baiting <laughs> is an SEO strategy. Um, and, and this is, uh, you know, very clearly and very effectively link bait. I just did a check on Yahoo, and that post itself already detected has over 500 links pointed to it. Um, so, you know, I mean, there, there's, there's the irony inherent in this, in this very post right there. Um, By the know. way, in the future, people, when somebody does criticize the industry, I'm telling you, don't link to their don't link to it. Don't link to their article. Don't link to it. Tell people we're search experts. Tell your readers to go find it themselves. Chances are they're search experts. Indeed, I do know that a good chunk of them are relegable to follow. Okay, I'm being messaged from Studio that we got to take a break, Dave. But I want to get a comment in here first because I don't want to lose this just yet. I can see him, this this fellow, Derek Powerzak, being pissed at SEOs. He worked for Blogger. You remember what happened to Blogger when, like, Blogger allowed like AdWords in, right? Mm-hmm. It became Spam City. Now, same thing with uh, with like a link, like SEOs, like creating quote unquote link pollution. I have to sigh for somebody who's been involved, you know, at a company that is now owned by Google. Well, that's true. That I says that's true. There aren't a lot of MFAs anymore because Google finally took action. But when Derek was involved with with Blogger, tons of MFAs made for AdSense sites, tons of them, tons of them, tons of them, because it was so damn easy. And there's two types of SEOs, but many many more than two types of SEOs. But for the purpose of this this conversation, there's two types of SEOs. There's ones who like go out there and work for clients, and there's ones who work only for themselves. Now, I'm not saying that all people who work for themselves, who work on their own affiliate programs or anything like that, are spammers. I'm so not saying that. I'm not making like such a sweeping generalization. And I won't be quoted on such a sweeping generalization. But it tends to be that the SEOs who are performing client services, even in-house SEOs, tend to follow the guidelines to the letter. Because, like, you know, we're all about being good webmasters. That's what it's about. Yeah, there's some out there who take advantage of the knowledge. That happens. But, um, you know, Derek doesn't seem to see the difference between the people who were making the MFAs, the made for AdSense sites, and the hardworking people who are like doing hardcore analytics, who are figuring out what the best performing pages and what regions are, who are figuring out the best times to uh, uh, make updates or to schedule AdWords advertising in with the organic campaign. You know, the people who are really, really, really cracking their brains every day. Derek doesn't, doesn't, you know, give them any credence to the good work they actually do. But you know what, Dave? 
we just got to get off this topic because we got to go to commercial. We could just talk about this all day long, but we're not allowed to because, like, you know, we got to pay bills here on webmasterradio.fm. So, on that, this is Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Inc. You're listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. If yes, you'll pay me. No hitmans or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Time up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. We can come to the state of the art tracking. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Did you know? 99designs is a leading marketplace for graphic design on the Internet. Did you know? 99designs connects you to a community of over 35,000 designers who will compete to do the best work for you. Did you know? 99designs allows you to post projects for logo design, web page design, t-shirt design, and more. Did you know? 99designs projects the average of over 70 different design options for a price that you set. 99designs. When designers compete, you win. Mobile Presence, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, well, gee, Dave, I, I hope you're into it because – oh, good. You did message back in time. Cool. Because oh, I want to go there anyway. I hope studio's ready for it too. Um, guess who uh, – earlier we said we had a death in the family. Uh, Google is trying to kill uh, kill our perceptions of PageRank, which is probably a good thing. We have a rebirth of the family as well, and this is uh, probably not a good thing. <laughs> so. So I can't believe people get paid for this stuff, dude. But ass.com has done it again. Oh, man, I get – these people are great. I love ass.com because, you know, aside from once being the most innovative search engine like in the world now, they just give us commercials we can make fun of. Um, we have uh, – you know, Brasco isn't producing us today. We have – uh, Sweet who's producing us today. And um, I got to ask, Sweet, do we have that, do we have that uh, uh, tape lined up? Yeah, we do. Okay. Friends, like, you know the Ask.com commercials that were just um, just obsessively stupid or weird or bizarre? 
They've come out and done it again. Now, I want you to close your eyes and imagine this sort of Brady Bunch scene or like Hollywood Squares scene where you have like this tic-tac-toe with um, characters in it, except um, this time instead of it being like the nice Brady kids and stuff, it's uh, – well – Oh, well, you you got to see this. It's saccharine tastes sweeter than this spot does. This spot is full of gap rejects and some middle-aged guy who looks like a cross-dresser with a Martha Stewart fixation. You you guys be the judge. Um, I'm throwing the commercial spot into the chat room. And Max, if you could just read the or roll the sound. Fellas, who wants a deal? I do, I do. Hey, ladies, who wants a deal? I do, I do. The best deals on everything you want only at ask.com. Okay, who wants a deal? Um, I got a deal on like better copywriting. Just give me a call. Uh, call you can call me at the Webmaster Radio Studios. So I'll definitely get the message through to me. And if ask needs some good copywriting, we're the guys who wrote the XY7 commercial. That's all you need to know. <laughs> We're shopping in, Janae. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I guess so. Um, I, I, I'm just kind of left speechless. I mean, I, I can only imagine that Derek is going to now have to write <laughs> a post about um, advertising copywriters. Hopefully, he won't make just a blanket statement there as well, um, but about the horrible theft that is taking place when money is received for creating such a commercial. Um, you know, I mean, I, 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 I've been wrong in the past where, you know, things have started to grow on me after a little while, and I've seen advertising come out that my instinct out of the gate was to go, this isn't good, and then later I go, okay, okay, it's all right. I can't see ever shifting gears on this one. This is... <laughs> I, I just I, I'm speechless. This is a horrible, horrible ad. You're you're right. The casting of it was, I mean, not not good. I don't know who their test audience was that went. Yeah, no, I'd switch engines if you showed me this. <laughs> I, I don't know where they tested it, what they did here. Um, I don't know if they just pulled in like the, the 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 spouses of the people who built it and said, hey, let's test it with them. But it just. That's all I have to say about that. This is just horrible. <laughs> you know who I think I saw in the lower square? The guy who I thought was the cross-dresser with, like, the Martha Stewart thing? It wasn't. Yeah. It, was that, it was that nerdy guy who was on the New Heart show years ago. Remember that guy? Michael, I think his name was. And yeah. this is, like, I think it's ass going for, like, the nostalgia fix. And, again, flailing badly. Oh, man. They missed that. Wow. Okay. Anyway, I, I needed to get that off my chest. And it totally explains the numbers I'm looking in front of me right now because I'm looking at September 2009 U.S. core search rankings from Comscore. Oh, it looks like um, Ask is not doing really much of anything. It's holding at just below four percent. Um, what was what was Ask peak? I think Ask peaked at like almost eight percent at one time. I could well, be wrong. What's in my head as well. Yeah, um, and they're sitting at 4% now, which is slightly above AOL's 3%, and slightly below Microsoft sites, which I imagine includes Bing, at 9.4%. Google, of course, rose again. They're at 64.9% of all searches. So basically 65% of all searches in, conducted in the United States are conducted through Google. 
that's significant. Um, that's and, a lot. Eighteen point eight percent are conducted at Yahoo, and like that's one in, that's that's over one in six. So that's still a lot too. Yeah, but they're they took a bit of a hit here on the last uh, the last one. You know, they were at nineteen three in August, eighteen eight in September. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, what was it? Was somebody was writing earlier when we were talking about death in the family? I think it was Carrie Hill saying we were. She was hoping that that we were going to announce that Yahoo was dead. And no, Carrie, I'm sorry, we can't say that they're dead. But this time, we do know that they're quite sick. Yeah, you know that old joke. I didn't even know he was sick. <laughs> um, hey, Dave, the Lindbergh baby's dead. Oh, I didn't even know he was sick. You know that joke. Good joke. Um, <laughs> So, uh, like, Yahoo's not Yahoo's not just sick, but you know what? Sometimes, and I, I you know, I don't want to uh, like offend anybody at all at Yahoo because I actually quite like the people at Yahoo, the, everyone that I've met. But I gotta say, sometimes they're really stupid. Here's another example of them being really stupid. Yahoo went. Well, they didn't go and get their asses sued again for what they always get their asses sued for, like click fraud. But um, they settled a most recent click fraud case the other day. And um, basically their statement of uh, settlement was put them in a position to admit that they were doing some pretty evil, awful things. Did you, did you read that over at uh, Andrew Goodman's traffic blog? You know what? I didn't. I'm not. Even a little bit surprised. <laughs> but, well, uh, you know, so I, go ahead. Maybe you can summarize it for us. Andrew Goodman's a really neat guy. He's a, he's one of the he's one of the smartest and most uh, understated people in the industry. Okay, he's got this this really wry sense of humor, and um, sometimes his wry sense of humor masks the fact that he he is. He has a pretty right-on sense of what's happening in the business end of search. Like, put something in front of Andrew, he'll analyze it for a couple seconds, get that you know weird look on his face as he analyzes, and then he'll come out with something that you wouldn't have even thought of. But he'll see it. That's that's one of the things about Andrew Goodman. Um, he just has that kind of insight, and uh, he read through the super fine print of the settlement. That uh, the settlement statement that Yahoo put out, and he found this little uh, little bon mot in the in Ray. I, I'm going to pronounce this so wrong. In 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 Ray Yahoo Settlement dot com, um, which is the site put up by the claims administrator. Yahoo states, and I'm quoting. And this applies to sites in between the dates periods January first, two thousand. Up until September twenty second, two thousand and nine. So up until just a few weeks ago, okay. Mm-hmm. So we're clear on this. This release includes without any limitation, without limitation, any and all claims concerning domain parking sites and pages, typo squatting sites and pages, bulk registered domain name sites and pages, software applications, downloadable applications, pop ups, pop unders. Sliders, sidebars, injected ads, adware, spyware, malware, malicious software, error implementations, 
and pages, email campaigns, click that result from self-targeting, untargeted, or random placements within the distribution network as displayed on sites or pages that lack any bona fide content or any content at all, or ads shown to Internet users who have not conducted a search or viewed bona fide content related to a Yahoo pay-per-click advertisement. Um, wow. In other words, we screwed you. We screwed you six ways to Sunday, and here's how we screwed you in a whole bunch of different ways. And not like we're saying we screwed you or not, but just so we're all clear on this, we screwed you. That's what I'm yeah. at. Am I wrong? No, I think you're uh, 100% right there. Um, yeah, that was – I mean, I, I understand, I'm sure the lawyers wanted to see that in there to basically go, here's all the stuff that this covers so you can't come back at us again later. Um but at the same time, you hit the nail on the head. When you read that, you go, the only reason you would want this covered <laughs> is if you did all this stuff, because you wouldn't want it mentioned if you didn't do it. Um, so basically, without admitting guilt, admitting guilt, and not just that, outlining to us uh, how guilty they are and how we got screwed. And, um, yeah. You've got to really wonder at this point and go, the one thing that sort of was a hope for Yahoo at this point, or the one, you know, they need their revenue, right? What company doesn't is really what it comes down to. The one thing they can't afford to do is shake the confidence of their advertisers. And the one thing <laughs> that they've done is outlined Sorry. there why you should have your confidence shaken. That's uh, just... I mean, Indeed, what more can you say than that? I mean, that's just a brutal faux pas. Um, you know may not really affect their users, but it's day? certainly going to show up in really, their uh, really, annual report. Really ticks me? Pardon me? You know what really pisses me about this? What's that? It pisses me off. They got caught doing this in 2004. They got caught doing this in 2005. There's been papers written on this. Ben Edelman at Harvard University has detailed like conclusively over and over again i can think of three white papers the man wrote on situations at yahoo exactly like this unfortunately ben edelman was unable to make comment on this story he did write us back when we uh when we requested an interview with him but um oh you know, I think that I think that actual expression there really just summarizes the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, but, right, right uh, there, you, you've kind of covered it in a nutshell. I mean, um, you know what? It just makes me fart purple. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Let's go on to something lighter. <gasps> okay, let's do that. Over at the SEO Moz blog, Sam Nichols uses Linkscape to detail the 17 most linked to websites on the web. The only thing that's not explained in this quick in this article over at SEO Moz is why they chose seventeen. Um, after this, you know what? Week, I didn't think about that, and that's a very good question. What would make you pick that number? I don't know exactly. Maybe it was time time constraints because these get actually kind of. This is actually some fun detail that they get into here. So, I mean, I, okay, I think we know like what number what is. That's easy. Like, that's easy. Wikipedia, number one. But there's a few things in here that you'd think would be here but aren't, like Google, for instance. Um, so I'm just going to read down this list really fast. 
Wikipedia number one, YouTube number two, Dictionary.com number three, Craigslist number four, Facebook number five, MySpace number six. Notice the ordering. Facebook first, MySpace second. Um, Twitter.com number seven, Internet Movie Database number eight, Hulu.com number nine. Uh, surprise edition Perez Hilton, number 10. These are the the most linked to sites. Number 11, one of my favorites, ICanHasCheeseBugger.com. Number 12, another one of my favorites, Cracked.com. 13, CollegeHumor.com. I, I don't get that one. Um, 14, All Recipes. 15, WebMD. 16, another site that I really don't get that well, FoxNews.com. And 17, whitehousegov.gov. Notice the order of that, Fox News and White House. Yeah. Anyway, that's the 17 most linked to sites out there. So it tells me if you can get a link from any one of these sites, you be rocking. Um, and uh, Sam Nickel gave special thanks to Scott Willoughby and Danny Dover in his, uh, in his write-up on the 17th most linked to websites on the Internet. Um, Dave, we got to take another break. Do you want to take us out? Uh, sure. And uh, thanks for the opportunity. Folks, this is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO here with Jim Hedger from webmasterradio.fm. we got to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be back in just a couple minutes. Stay tuned. Talk to you shortly. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local pages affiliate network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you with FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everybody, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm and no good deed goes unpunished. 
punished. No attempt at good deed goes unpunished. You might wonder why I dropped out of the webmasterradio.fm chat room, and I'll tell you why, because I got Rick rolled in the worst way. Do not click that link, 1227.com. Don't click on that. Bad news. Bad news. Um, yeah. Dave, I got rickrolled. Wow. 1227.com <laughs> uh, leads to a uh, never gonna give you up that just won't go away. I had to close down all of my browsers. Every time I try to open a new browser, I get rickrolled. This son of a bitch. Oh. So, Mib, you bastard, we, we really felt sorry for you for a couple seconds there. Thanks a lot, asshole. Um, that's, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's what you get for trying to look out for your brothers and sisters out there on the web. You get rickrolled sometimes. Um, we're probably not going to review your site, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, think. You think? Uh, yeah, I can tell you what's wrong with your website. The song sucks. I sort of have to recompose myself. Um, you know, I can't open. I can't, I'm going to try opening something, and if you, if we all get rickrolled, I got to apologize. But let's see what happens, okay? I'm going to open this link to the uh, article that Mike Grehan published over over at uh, Search Engine Watch this morning about the future of Search Engine Strategy, Search Engine Watch, and the Click Z Network. As I open this document, I want you know listeners to sit back. Get ready for it. We might all get rickrolled any second, and if we do, I'll have to go back into my control panel. Oh, my God. Here we go. It's going to happen. Maybe it won't, actually. Hold it. Yeah, it looks good, actually, because it's trying to uh, trying to restore my session to the rickroll, but it won't. Good. Anyway, so I'm sort of back. We might get rickrolled at any second, though. Yeah, You know what rickrolling is, right? I don't know the term. I do know what it is, or I don't know the origin of the term, but I do know what you're referring to. Maybe, do you know the origin? I, God, if I remember correctly, it happened around a thanks or a, um, it was a Thanksgiving Day parade or a Macy's parade in uh, New York in 2003. Somebody check on, on Wikipedia. Um, I'm pretty sure this is right, though. Um, and somehow Rick Ass or Rick Astley was involved in this parade. He uh popped up on a float and started singing Never Gonna Give You Up. That became an internet meme after that where, you know, you got people to link to somehow click on a link that led them to the Never Gonna Give You Up song by Rick Astley. And somebody uh in the Webmaster Radio chat room just a few seconds ago said, I need help with a website. And, you know, being nice webmasters that we are, you know, I just want to take a look at the website. Maybe we could, you know, give some information back to them or at least put it in the uh, in the queue for uh, SEO Rockstars next Tuesday at 4 p.m. I know Darren loves loves uh, checking into other people's websites. And um, so I went to take a look at the site and ended up with this damn Rick Astley, this ghastly Rick Astley video. You know... The sad thing is, you know, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm seriously going to, like, like take it for the rest of my life for this, but I was, uh, I grew up in the 80s, I'm old enough to admit, and there's this weird nostalgia thing where I hated that song, and I hate it, like, you, you know, I, I hated some of the stuff back from the, from the 80s or early 90s, but now you hear it, and it's like, oh, that was, that was kind of nice. Yeah, that's because you're, you're old enough now to listen to what's coming out now and go, 
oh, what is this noise? <laughs> Not like the great, great pop that came out in the late 80s, early 90s. No, no, totally unlike that stuff. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? I'm sorry, Dave. I'm actually a little bit older than that. I'm, I'm like early 80s kind of guy. Early mid-80s kind of guy. Isn't that awful? Like, you know, Duran Duran and Flock of Seagulls and the best band ever, the Talking Heads, and that sort of stuff? Uh, nothing like a little reflex. Anybody our age will know that one. Uh, yeah. Well, see, you, reflex used to give you reflux, but it doesn't anymore. Now it just gives you that toe-tappy feeling. That toe-tappy <laughs> feeling that Betty Goodman used to give your grandparents. <laughs> Anyway, speaking of Betty Goodman, Mike Greenhead wrote a few hints about the future of uh, <laughs> strategies, Search Engine Watch and Click Z over at uh, the blog at Search Engine Watch. It was a really, really good thing to read. Um, although I got to admit, I did take point with uh, I did take issue with uh, with one point that he made, and I'm going to get to that in a sec after dropping the link into the chat room there. 